0: Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your friend and and soon-to-be hero, uh, one-day hero, now Will zero John Wayne, that's right, here I am, thank you guys for joining me for another week. I am, of course, in Wayne Manor, nestled in the uh, East Wing in the Library of Evil, as I always am. And uh, as per my usual, I have a nice big cup of coffee in my huge Drink Coffee Hell Satan mug. Thank you, Chris and Alicia. And uh, I got my little baby dick Topo Chico again. It's in a little tiny bottle, and it's very little, like, you know you put your hand around it, your hand looks huge. You know, it's like, uh, having a little pee pee and you would get a, you know, uh, a smaller hand or something to make it look big. I don't know. Maybe I think I f- fucked that up. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, I'm, uh, you know, putting my own hands on my pee all the time, but it's, it's fine. They're small, big. It doesn't matter. My hands are my hands. And that is where we at. And that's, uh, Leads us to this Grandpappy's Medicine that I'm smoking, a nice heaping, hyping, hopping bowl here. And uh, I think that's got me all ready and riled up here. So, uh, of course, I just go right to the topic of uh, hands and dicks. I don't know why. But anyway, welcome, guys. Thank you for joining me. If you're new to the show, you're just checking it out. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, So it's been been an interesting week. There's lots of of chaos going on out there, and I am aware of it, and I I just— Uh, I hope everyone stays safe out there, please, and um, and my love goes out uh, to everyone. So, um, aside from that, uh, you know, as you know, I'm here in Houston, Texas, and I've kind of been giving up, giving up, no, giving out. You know how it's been going around here with the quarantine opening the state. We're one of the states that, of course, is like we don't care, we're open. Everybody go do what the fuck you want, pretty much. Um, But uh, not me. You know, there's some smart people uh, out there, but. You know, things are opening. Uh, I did go visit um, a bar last week. Uh, You know, and you you may be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Oh, well, there's plenty. But, you know, uh, this was – I went to the Moon Tower, uh, which is an awesome beer bar here in Houston. It's outside. The whole thing is outside. There is no inside. Um, And it's a huge area. I don't know if any of this makes a difference or not. But I met a buddy up there. Uh we were both wearing masks. Everybody was wearing a mask. Um that was there. Uh except when they're drinking, you have to take it off when you're drinking. But like, you know, the guys the guy at the bar where you go up to order um at the window thing, he's he's got mask and gloves on. They everybody everybody empl- that's employed, all the employees are all wearing masks and gloves the whole time. Um and it was uh I didn't feel unsafe. I'll, I'll say that much. I kind of I didn't know uh I almost you know what I almost you know, I was meeting, a, I was meeting my buddy there. Uh, I had to drop something off to him. And, uh, you know, I almost like very, like a pussy hair away from texting him before I left to say, "Okay, came in, uh, why don't you just meet me over here? Cause he did offer to meet me at the house. He said, Hey, I can come meet you at the house or we can come meet at moon tower. And I'm like, yeah. And I almost told him to come to the house because I felt like I was feeling weird. I was like, I'm getting ready to go out to moon tower. I have no idea like what the, what the protocol, I, I don't know what, what to do, you know, um, so I was a little, it was a little nerve-wracking, but uh, when I got there, <clears throat> it felt okay, and I know part of the reason why it felt okay and comfortable, at least for me, was because there was no inside, you know, you're outside, the. In- you know, there was no, you don't even walk through, like, a hallway or anything, it's just outside, you know, um, so... I felt good about that, if that matters at all. I don't know if, you know, inside-outside fucking matters. I have no idea how this virus even works. But um, it was a nice time. It was nice. It was kind of like a a little refresher, like, a ah, okay, yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's not going to be so bad. That's, like, what went through my head. It's like, maybe we're going to get back, we're going to figure this out, and, and we'll get things up and running sooner than later. Differently, yes. Differently, I know things are going to change. Uh, a lot of things are going to change for like a permanent change I think there's a lot of long term uh, things that are going to go into effect and there's going to be some short term things and there's going to be a lot of trial and error I I think uh, we just have to expect that there's going to be a lot of does this work I don't know does that work Uh, this isn't you know people are going to try different things until we get on the same page but you know as long as you know uh, we're moving forward I feel like you know we things will be good, I feel like we're progressing forward as far as this quarantine thing and virus is concerned um but you know another instance I had involving this now i and I came home and i talk- and I told I was talking to my wife Katie about this because i i for some reason I didn't like i was like i didn't, this didn't even cross my mind as being an issue um while it's so obvious and should have been uh on my mind i I just didn't think of it um but So check this out. So we're all like, you know, trying to practice this, the safety around, you know, this virus and and you know, uh, keeping our distance and wearing masks and all of that kind of stuff. Now, in Texas, they, you know, we don't have a mandatory mask thing. They they lifted that. Some businesses have mandatory mask things. I've like the coffee shop by my house. I went and got coffee, and it's like gotta mask required. We have one if you don't. Um. So I I was um I. I went to, uh, there's a, the UPS store that there's a, right around the corner from uh, Wayne Manor. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's a independently owned, you know, uh, by a family. I love, I mean, I've gotten to know them, you know, very well. The, at least the main uh, woman that runs it, her name is Sarah. And, uh, you know, she, I, I love it. She's very friendly. I go in there. She's always asking me about my books and stuff and then tattoos. And she's scared of everything, so she doesn't like horror, but... I don't know we have great conversations and uh, I really I I like to support you know I'm supporting her business and and by people who are supporting me I'm sending out all of my stuff that I send out goes through her store Um, and uh, I go there quite a bit you know sometimes like twice a week I'll go there and it is it's seriously very close to to uh, Wayne Manor here it's is definitely in walking distance um, for sure but here's the thing I go in there the other day and I've, I've, the few times, I, you know, the few times I've been there in the in the recent, uh, you know, past, it, it's been, seemed like they're getting busier and busier. Um, and that's because, of course, like people are mailing shit like crazy right now. Um, everybody's ordering things, you know, people are sending out their eBay packages. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, that that's just a noticeable change. It's something I noticed because it's like in my view every day. So I'm seeing the store get busier and busier for people sending things out. So I go... One day this week, Wednesday or Thursday, to send something, and uh, I've got my mask on. I'm chilling. I walk up, and they. She also has like there's, you know, there's markings on the floor that are, you know, you know, please respect social distancing. This is, keeps you six feet apart from the next person in line, and uh, which is great. So I go in there, and I'm like, I'm the last person. Like there's the only room in the inside of the store uh, for me at the end of the line, and then out, otherwise you're gonna have to stand outside. Uh, at that point, but nobody else came, but I'm at the back so so uh everybody in the store, including employees, is wearing masks everybody um, the employees are wearing gloves, except in front of me, there was a woman in front of me with a kid, her child daughter uh had to be like two and a half maybe to the two three range because she was walking around and she could talk and shit. Uh, I don't know kids but Not, not like the the reason it struck like first thing that struck me was why don't they have a mask on? She does. She's the only person in here without a mask on, and this kid does not have a mask on. Which I don't. I mean, is that kosher? Is that okay? I'm thinking all this in my mind, and then this like also was like something that. What happened next? I was like, I can't. uh, This is going to be a problem for a lot of people. Um, This this little girl, this this little kid, is being a kid, and she's touching. Everything and anything, anything that she can touch, like because there's a couple things of like little standees, spin things of like some greeting cards, you know, as you get closer to the line, and uh, you know, envelopes, mailing things. Dude, this girl is touching every one, taking them out of the thing, open them. Mommy looking, and the mom's like, "Oh, that's pretty. Okay, put it back. Put it back." The mom does not like walk over there, walk like she doesn't physically like at any point take this out of her hand and say, we're not gonna touch that, come on. you know She's just really letting her do whatever while she's staying in line. And so now as we're moving up the line, this woman's moving and her daughter is not. Her daughter's like just doing whatever the fuck she wants, grabbing all these cards, grabbing all the fucking mailers and stuff. And I'm trying to move up and I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, do I just, cause this is where I'm supposed to be in the line and I need to move so people can come in and what the fuck is this? Uh, you know, but this girl, finally, she, the mom, like, I just started walking towards the thing, and the mom's like, come on, come on, put it back real quick, let's go, let's go, and, um, and you know, that's great, I, and I applaud her patience, I'll say, because had that been me as a kid, uh, it would not have been a, now, come on, let's put it down, let's it back, be like John, get her fast over here, don't, t- don't touch anything, ah. it would have been that, like, immediately, and that's, is what it is, and, and whatever, uh, I applaud her patience. But I do. I feel like it was foolish on her part, um, because like I I, I know that you, you, if you have kids, you, you have to take them with you. I understand that. It's not like you can just say uh, like the dogs and be like, "I'll be right back, I'm gonna run an errand." So that's that's cool. But like, you have no. Like, is there no concern? It seemed very selfish. It's like you're letting, you know, there's other people who actually might buy some of this stuff that your kid is touching all over. And and it's a kid. So, you know, kids aren't clean. They're putting their hands in their mouths and their fucking noses and asses or whatever they do. And it just really was like something where I was like, I can see this being a big, big problem for people and causing problems. Because it, it, it was to the point where I felt like, should I say something like, like, you know, even like, uh, even like, Hey, can she move? I didn't say anything, but like, I also said when I was telling the story, if I had a couple, maybe I had a couple beers in me, I, I might've said I might've popped off and and just have been like, Hey, can you just keep your kid next to you, please? Like, and you know, uh, just, just keep your kid next to you, please. I, I'd appreciate it for my own health. And then like, then people aren't going to take, you know, no matter how you put something like that to somebody, they're gonna take it the wrong way. They're gonna take it personally, and it's gonna be an argument. So, I don't know. I, that was like my you know in couple of interactions out in the world, and I it wasn't. I I still felt safe at the place. I was masked up. I I'm my hands are fucking washed at all the time. I'm washing them, you know, sanitizing them up. I'm I'm doing my thing. But that's like what, you know, I, I see so so many times of people like that that are in my Facebook feed or Instagram feed that have posted like, hey. Um, I know like you, uh, don't want to wear a mask and all this kind of shit, but, uh, even if you can't get it, like I'm, I'm doing everything I can to protect myself and you're endangering me because you clearly don't care about me. It's not about yourself. You have to think about the other people, you know, and that's going to be a a big hurdle, uh, you know, as we, continue to try to normalize, I guess, as far as I see. But that's just been my experience out there. Um, and, you know, I you know, I was honestly kind of, I was, I was a little fucking annoyed. I was very annoyed by it. And I was kind of pissed off because I was like, man, you know, n- nobody wants to be fucking walking around with a mask on. You think that this is like, oh, wow, with the accessory we always needed, didn't know we had, no, it right here, never knew we know. I don't care how many fucking little cute things you put on the front of your mask or whatever the fuck you're going to do nobody wants to be doing that okay so but we have to do it for each other right anyway that's my rant on that um but yeah things are things are getting back to to normal um at some point anyway oh first before i forget uh huge shouts out to all my patreon supporters uh thank you guys so so much next uh next week now on next week's episode it'll be the first episode of the month and i shout out everybody individually on the podcast uh every first of the month it's the first of the month shout out but uh thank you guys so much i really appreciate you if if uh anybody out there listening now if you'd like to support me on Patreon, go on over to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead, and I have uh, several tiers set up with cool things that you get, and uh, also any tier that you sign up on gets you access to my other weekly podcast, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which uh, is. Like 25 episodes now so you'll get access to all the episodes plus going forward uh the new ones and i've got some du- i've got some fucking good ones coming up man I just, and, and this week's one is uh particularly awesome but we'll talk about that later but yeah um so any tier will get you the podcast and and all the goodies that come with it and i'm, I'm happy to help promote you and whatever you're doing on my podcast if whatever i can do uh because i'm so grateful for you. Uh, also, if you don't want to commit to a whole monthly thing, you can go over there and give a one-time donation. And uh, I would surely appreciate it. And of course, I'm going to send you a bunch of stuff and, and take care of you in that way too. And uh, I appreciate everyone out there that's been ordering stuff from me, uh, con- you know, over this whole quarantine time and, and this difficult time. Uh, it really means a lot. You have no idea. Even if you, you know, um, even the smallest thing, you order a sticker from the website, that helps me. It, it, it really truly does. So I appreciate that. Anything helps. I, I thank you even for listening to this to this podcast. Maybe spread the word. Help help get it out there. I appreciate all of you so so much. Uh but go check it out. Patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Um but yeah, so uh where was I I lost. Uh, I was trying to come back to something. Um this whole quarantine thing. Okay. So another thing as we're as we're okay, I guess let me go through the the week before I start going on another rant. Um uh on Monday, this past Monday, and I did announce it last week on the show, but uh, Chris Jett and I, uh, as uh, John Wayne is Dead, the band, uh, released an EP, a two-song digital EP on Monday um, with our songs uh, Teenage Werewolf, which is originally a Hacksaw Man song that uh, we have since uh, co-opted, I guess. And, uh, um, and then an older song of ours with a, a you know, nice, tight-sounding, you know, great recording of it called summer in hell and the ep is called what we did on our summer vacation and it's kind of dark um as far as uh lyrically you know it's it's those are dark songs and uh particularly summer in hell and it's not supposed to be you know if you listen to that song it's not like that's me john wayne singing you know it's it's these characters this evil dark presence um uh kind of thing and i like that because you know because "Teenage Werewolf" was a song that uh, our friends in a band called Hacksaw Man uh, did. They're no, no longer a band, and we we had been covering that song for a while. And they're like, "Yeah, you guys, you know, cover, do whatever you want." And uh, they rule. But what the Hacksaw Man thing was was, you know, they helped, They came up with this whole thing where Hacksaw Man was like a, a, a serial killer, monster type, supernatural killer guy. And all the songs were like these stories that were in that universe, so like Teenage werewolf was one of those stories, you know, so it was all like that, and i, I really liked that uh, idea a whole lot being a writer and a storyteller. Um, I love concept records and concept bands, so I kind of took that and I wanted the, the that tone to be matched so it's it's uh yeah, so it's a little bit different, but it's still John Wayne is dead, and it's out there uh, it's on our band camp right now it's only three bucks if you want to buy it um but also you know it's on uh, everything Spotify iTunes Google Play Amazon Music all your all your things that you want to stream it from so even if you you know just get on your your streaming service and stream it a couple times uh, I'd surely appreciate that and uh, let me know what you think so that happened on Monday so that was great you know good response to that um and I I also oh I got my new stickers in so I ordered uh you know some stickers because uh I got to give a shout out to Sticker Mule. Uh, those guys, those guys are on it. If you're looking for stickers, man, um, you know I know there's a lot of probably great sticker companies, but working with this one is pretty goddamn good and, and smooth and easy. And uh, I've been very happy with the quality of what I've been getting. But anyway, I, they're not paying me. You know, this is not branded content, but they had it. They always have specials, right, and deals. So this one came up uh, a couple weeks ago. Where it was like. Uh, you know was significantly marked down to get some stickers to get a certain amount of stickers right so I was like oh I gotta do this because I I have a couple more designs if you uh, you know maybe if if you are are familiar with the other I I released I had another sticker a few months ago that was like a a vampire skull brain thing and those sold very fast Uh, but I have like some other designs because I ultimately want to be able to have like a, a sticker pack that people can buy at the booth or or buy off the website where it's like three or four stickers. So I ordered those and they came and they're fucking awesome. It's like this octop- octopus tentacle uh, skull thing that wraps this, the tentacles wrap around in a circle. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's at the, the website johnwintersdead.com on the shop page. But uh, I was pretty happy with that and I, you know those those got some some things out there. People were uh, ordering them and if you you did order one, thank you so much. So that was cool. and That was a big uh, big ups also. Then, like, uh, unexpectedly, I forgot, uh, not unexpectedly, I forgot, but I, I, I spaced on, um, I agreed to be on this reading, uh, was this this week? I think so. No, I think I talked about this last week, had to have been, yeah, anyway, I, I was, did that reading last week, I don't remember, sorry guys, this is Vampire's Medicine, Jesus Christ, I don't know what they put in this weed, but, uh apparently i'm just telling the stories over again but anyway shouts out to robert dean he came down and uh we did the reading here together i'm now remembering how i did tell you all about that yes anyway uh well i don't know why i even said that i should stick to my notes that's why i write notes down everyone thank you um so uh i'm trying to decide which one i want to go with first i'm gonna go Uh, this this was astounding to me this was amazing and awesome and very like lifted me up and uh This was awesome. I I was really blown away by this. Uh, So I've talked to, I I think I've alluded to it. I can't remember how much I I was able to say, (coughs) but (coughs) I I had this deal uh, where I was offered through uh, Thunderstorm Books to put a special limited uh, release of one of my books out or uh, actually a collection of my books um, like a a, a three uh collection of three of my uh novels in one in a hardback limited signed uh edition through thunderstorm books and that's what they do they take um they take uh, uh, paperbacks and, and that have done well uh, pr- you know primarily in the indie uh indie writing scene and from indie publishers and then they they get, they kind of like put it out in this special edition, you know, uh, and it and it's awesome. And you know, I was very stoked that Paul, shouts out Paul, had even approached me for this back at Scares at Care the last year, which is you know we won't have it this year, rest in rest in power. But we'll see you next year. Um, you know that was to even be considered for something like like that was pretty fucking cool. I thought. And so you know we've been you know get, we're just waiting for this to kind of um die down a little bit before he released it because it was supposed to come out in like april and um and it just wasn't the right time but and also the binders weren't working uh but it came out today i'm recording this it's sunday as you know i record the day before and monday it comes out so yesterday this happened to me but this happened on saturday this past saturday uh you know paul hit me up and he's like hey let's uh let's release this weekend we're ready and i was like okay cool saturday good yes okay fine so Saturday, uh, yes, it's a Saturday morning. I get up, you know, and I, I'm like, all right, I'm like, kind of waiting for him to make the first move before I start pushing it out there. So he, he'd send a tweet out probably around 11 AM, my time, uh, central time. And which I quickly retweeted and then tweeted my own thing. And then I put it in all of my shit. Like I went through all of Facebook. I went through all my Instagram. I put it on my Instagram story. I did a video, all that stuff. Um, and, the thing, the thing about these is they're 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 collectible. They're collector's edition, and um, you know there's only this one run of them. And, I, and I'm saying all this to say like these things are pricey. Like they're a hundred bucks for one of these things. And yet now mine is like got three books in it. But fuck, come on. I mean that's I I know that that's like I, people might have like I was worried that people would balk at the price because. You know whereas in in that kind of community and, and you know it's expected in the collector book collector that you know it's going to be pricey but there's some people out there that just follow me and we're like oh shit i'll check this out and i was just worried it was going to be like kind of like a sticker shock or something um because it is expensive 100 bucks is a lot of fucking money man but uh i gotta say dude those those things sold out quick um they're definitely all, they're all gone um uh, I know for a fact that there was forty five of them and forty two of them sold out in fifty minutes, so that's forty two people in fifty minutes who spent a hundred dollars on me uh, on something that I created i guess and they were gone- all gone you know within i don't know not not very much longer after that, maybe a couple of hours the last three took to to go, but they're gone, and I was dude i I don't know what I expected. um My expectation was that I wanted to do well with the la- with launching this, and and how I wanted P- I was you know, I wanted to show them that I could sell books, you know, and you you know I'm I'm a good I'm good daddy, you know. I, I just wanted it to do well, perform well, just like anybody would. I did not anticipate. Of course, I was like, it'd be cool if it's sold out, but I but i didn't even think like sells out today or sells out in an hour i was just like uh i hope it sells out that'd be cool and then it fucking did um so i'm like hair blown back like rca you know guy or maxwell tape guy you know blown away by the speakers everything's blown away it was really like um it was awesome and i and i i appreciate it so so much anyone out there who picked up one of those thank you guys and thank you for your support it it means so much to me and it's, you know <clears throat> keeps me going uh every day and I'm I'm very much uh thankful for that so that was fucking awesome that was such a great end to my week uh just on a personal type of note um so so again anyone out there thank you I, re- I really really appreciate uh y'all t- y'all uh picking one up and then hopefully in the near future maybe Paul and I'll work again together uh soon and have another uh you know short run signed uh independent release and these signature sheets are bound in they're part of the book like it's not like i got the books and signed a page like they're bound into the book so it's pretty fucking cool anyway so i uh here's another thing i wanted to talk about i know i'm just talking guys this is what we do uh it's a long opening who cares the gym okay here's what i have to say about this now the gyms are 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 open at least here in texas and houston or whatever and uh, i guess they're starting to open across the country with uh, different rules and such, and, and I knew, and that was the one thing that I thought about. I thought about it a lot. I was like, how is the gym gonna change? Because it has to change in a, bi- it would have to change in a big bad way, honestly. B- you know, the now I, I, if you know you know or don't know, I, I, I like to stay pretty healthy. I'm not like a fucking bodybuilder, and I'm not super strong or ripped or anything, but I like to be in good shape, um, take care of myself, you know. So I go to the gym three, sometimes four times a week if I, you know, if I have that that time. Uh, I enjoy it. I like it. And I had uh, joined this um, gym close to me recently when my other gym closed. And it's an Anytime Fitness. And it was a little bit more expensive a month. But the reason why I justified that to myself was like, well, I have 24-hour, you know, seven-day-a-week access to this gym. And especially at the time when I joined up, you know, I was still working a day job that I had to be at, at 6 a.m. So I could get up, I was, do, you know, I was crazy. I was getting up at three o'clock and going to the gym and then showered and writing and going to work. Uh, but, you know, I could also, I could just go whenever. And that, to me, was worth, you know, worth paying a couple of bu- extra bucks a month, right? Um, it is actually a little bit more than a couple extra bucks to be quite honest with you, but there was just no other gym around, like close to me that I wanted to go to. I'm not going to LA fitness or 24 hour. I just don't want to go to a big ass gym like that anyway. <clears throat> so the gym has opened back up. And one of the reasons why I know is because they, it's, it's like, it seems like the minute it struck midnight on that first day, they immediately charged me for, uh, the month, you know, uh, from my account. But here's the thing now. You have to schedule uh, like a time to go work out, and of course, it's all you know. I don't know how many people they're letting in our gym at a time because that our gym's pretty fucking small. It's a small space. That's the major qualm I have about it. Is it's just it's just too small. I don't want to be in a big fucking huge gym, but you know, you're this in this particular gym, you're on top of each other a lot because they try to stack stick a bunch of fucking equipment in there, you know. So I was wondering about that, but now I find out. You gotta. I gotta schedule a time, and I could schedule. Like, if I want to work out on Monday, I gotta have scheduled it last Wednesday or something. Like, that's not. That's not what I signed up for. First of all, like, and I understand that we gotta go through changes, but I. I don't know. I'm. I'm thinking of just canceling. Like, I don't want to pay. It seems like I'm paying. You know, this money a month to be inconvenienced into working out, and that's not cool and i understand you know we have to figure out the protocol and all that kind of stuff but you know this goes with my fucking waiting in line for bullshit you know i i'm not i don't i'm not gonna wait in line for a fucking movie release or any fucking stupid ass barbecue or anything like that um and i'm fucking for goddamn sure not gonna uh wait in line to work out what that sounds like so counter it sounds like waiting in line for the electric chair or something not that you know but it's like exercise is hard and it's hard for a lot of people and, and you you get into your routine and you you want to get in there and get it over with and it seems like this is going to demotivate everybody because they can't go work out when they get the feeling or like want to it's gonna be like oh i feel like working out today okay i'm really gonna do it i'm gonna get started oh oh no appointments till next thursday oh well i guess i guess i could wait till that you know but i want to start on monday so let me you know that's it just it's it's irritating to me. Uh so I don't know, I might, you know, cuz I could definitely do better for myself investing some of the money I would have spent for the rest of the year on the gym in in like some fitness equipment for the house. I have kettlebells, I have uh a chin-up bar here. That's permanently in my kitchen, but I you know, it seems to me that's the way to go. Um because that's that's not going to work for Uncle Johnny. I'm not waiting in line to go do my fucking squats or belt thrusts or whatever I do and also like where I heard now you got to wear rubber gloves when you're working out how is that going to work dude I have no idea but I digress (sighs) so that's what's been going on with me this week everybody thanks uh for 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 hanging on this long I guess but but it's been a it's been a busy week a lot of stuff has has happened um so I guess I guess we just move right along into our uh, uh, three-card tarot reading. i got to get a little Topo Chico sip, y'all. So, as you know or may not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself every week before the show. I just kind of jot my thoughts down, what's going on in my mind this week, and uh, kind of look at it through the prism of the cards. It's fun, it gives me a new perspective, I really enjoy it. Uh, I also do a card of the day reading, if you're into this, this kind of stuff. Uh, it's every single day on my Instagram story, at John Wayne is Dead, and then it goes right over to the John Wayne is Dead YouTube page uh, after that. So yeah, so you can check, check it out, it's always on my story every single morning. But today, so today, <clears throat> today my thoughts I wrote down were uh, ad- adapting. Big one. I mean, that just what I was talking about, not only with the gym and stuff earlier, but there's going to be a lot of adapting that needs to be done, and I want to be... I'm preparing myself for it mentally, and I just want to make sure that, you know, that was on my mind. Being positively motivated. There's a lot of fucking shit that um, is not good going on right now. Um, So much, so much that it can demotivate you, just the negativity that's around and I want st- to make sure that, like, I'm 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 not allowing myself to be uh, brought down, spiral out, thrown off track because of things. actually so I'm going to stay positively motivated, um, creative problem solving. Hey, again, shit's changing. We got to get get creative, and I want to kind of be mindful of that right now. And um, oh shit. And uh, having a significant. have having a significant positive impact, and what I mean by that is I want to make sure that the people that I impact on my daily in my daily life, um, which you know lately hasn't been many uh, because of this uh, thing, but I want to make sh- I, I want to be mo- I want to positively influence the people that I come in contact with, and I just that's what that means so I, just to keep mindful of that and um, and be thinking of it so. The first card that I got was uh the Page of Swords reversed. So, so we know page the uh, you know the page. All the page cards are uh, like the start of an idea, creative spark, um, the initial excitement or uh, creative you know coming together of of a group or something that's just beginning. Uh, so reversed, this is uh, a card of self-expression, all talk and no action, and haste. So. So like I said, this is the, the beginning of something. So you may have like some ideas or some creative ideas or uh something that you're, you know, you've come up with but you uh you're afraid you're afraid to put it out there. You're afraid of criticism, you're afraid of uh you know, other people's negative opinions or opinions in general, other people's point of view on what you've created and put out there. Um and that's really keeping you from from moving forward. Um with that, you know, you really have to, you know, it's kind of like a ripping off of a band aid thing, especially with art. You put it out there when you're making it, and uh, you just have to expect people are going to have a reaction and be happy when they do, because that's what art's supposed to do. But you got to take the good with the bad, and you cannot let it really screw with you uh, either way, kind of. So, so that's what I, I say about that. You gotta just kinda do it, rip that band-aid off and uh and don't and don't be afraid. Fear, you know, get rid of fear. We we talk about that all the time. Uh also this is saying like this like the all talk no action thing. You you might be like this or have someone that's in your life right now. That's one of these uh what I like to refer to as a know nothing, know it all. Um <clears throat> you know, they uh kind of fucking everything that you bring up, they've seen they've been there, done that. They have something to say about anything that you say. And a lot of it's just, you know, the majority of it is absolute bullshit uh, or fluff or something that happened to somebody. You know, it's all of this kind of stuff. Um, you know, actions, you know, you could talk all these sh- things that you do, but you got to be able to back it up. And, uh, and that's what this is talking about. You know, so it's, it says, be sure that you can deliver on what you say you can. Because uh, th- when you don't, things like this ruin your integrity um and uh what does this say oh oh i'm sorry yeah so uh yeah it it ruins your integrity and it just isn't uh isn't the kind of person that you want to be known for because uh no one will have trust in you for instance you know i i everybody knows a person like this and uh i do if i do as well and i'll tell you this much um i i uh, this is not a person that I ask for uh, advice on anything, technically or non-technically, um, because because of this. You know, it's just like ah, you don't even ask them. You know, that kind of thing. So think about that. Do people think that about you? I don't know. Um, also, you might be somebody you have a lot. You have all this energy. you have a bunch of energy, but you don't. You, you, so. <laughs> instead of planning and trying to put this together in some kind of constructive way, you're just like, bam, this, that, nah, yeah, boom, yeah. You've agreed to 17 things today that you're gonna do. Uh, cool, wow, what a great thing you did. Uh, so full of energy. But when you act in haste like this and there's no plan, you don't have a plan or any kind of thing like that, It's the wheels are gonna come off. You know, You're gonna burn yourself out. We talk about this all the time. Your work is gonna suffer. Spread yourself too thin. You're gonna burn yourself out and you know all of these things have repercussions you know think about it damage to relationships job things credibility shot stuff like that it's really you really have to think about these things um before you try to be fucking you know johnny bananas that you're doing everything you can I, hey and i'm saying this is me, me guys i'm talking about me this is a lesson i've had to learn i'm still learning um so for sure uh, also um so you might, you might, or somebody else might be doing this to you. Uh, you feel like you're annoying, um, others by challenging them, or you feel like they're, you ask a lot of questions and you challenge what someone's saying. And when you do that constantly. Um, people do not, uh, want to have those conversations with you anymore or answer your questions because it sounds like you're always challenging them. Now, if you're not, you know, trying to pick a fight, a challenge like that, then then think about rephrasing things more constructively. If you're tr- truly trying to get knowledge from this person, you know, watch your phrasing. Don't just attack and be like, but that's not true because this, or I don't think that because that, or why does that mean, you know, you have to think about these things when you interact with people or else they're gonna, the reaction isn't gonna be uh, the best. So moving right along, three of cups, so we got this card a couple weeks ago. Uh, where is it? So the Three of Cups. Um, good card. Good card. I like this card a lot. Um, this is about celebration, friendship, creativity, and collaboration. You know, this card has like three uh, three women on it who are kind of in a semicircle, like all holding up a cup together. They're like in celebration, and that's, that's the camaraderie. That's the collaboration uh, rep- being represented right there. Um, you know, now is a time, and I understand the constraints that we're under. So, this is this may have to, this could be virtual, like over Skype or Zoom or something, but it's a good time to gather with close friends. Okay. Um, give and receive love, uh, give and receive compassion, those that, that you need from each other. You know, there's a lot of people we've been separated from um, that we're used to seeing on a, a regular basis. And we're realizing the the impact they have on us or our lives because it truly hurts. Like you're missing something. You, you maybe you got some motivation or whatever it is you got from that person. You are you're missing it right now. You feel it. So now's the time. Let's get together. Even if you know, even a phone call, guys. Like I'm telling you, I've been doing these Skype podcasts uh, for the for the Patreon, and uh, it has done me wonders. Like really seriously. So this is a time to do something like that. Maybe try to do that this week. Um, You know, have this social, when you're in the social, socialing, you know, let your hair down, forget about commitments and obligations, or, you know, spend this time with friends and family. And I know there's a lot going on, but this is just saying be present in the moment with these people. Um, You know, I'm not saying like, oh, forget all your woes and forget all your cares. But I am kind of saying, yeah, do that. But just for this just for just for a time, give yourself that give yourself a break and enjoy these people that that you love and who love you. Uh, this is also I, as I said before it's it's a ca- strong card for creativity. So uh, strong card for creativity in a collaborative sense. So you know, now's a good time to get with others, you know, be you're, be inspired by each other. And and try to try to bring that that passion that you guys have, uh, that you have for each other and and the love and and the you know, all this positivity that's going on and share it to the wide, like a push that love and everything out to a wider community by collaborating on something, you know, collaborating on what? I don't know, an art project, uh, a band, you know, a, a podcast, um, a blog, you know, uh, I don't know, jump up and down on a, the sidewalk with roller skates on, you know, whatever. You, you just collaborate and, and push that love out there. And that, that's super important right now, uh, I feel. Uh, all right, so that's that card, and then the next card I got was Justice Reversed. So, um, so Justice Reversed, as you can imagine, is a card of unfairness, lack of accountability, and dishonesty. So, with this card, uh, you might have done something that you yourself or somebody else has done, and you don't feel morally right about it you didn't necessarily break a law or anything something is morally right just that challenges your morals you've you've gone against it and no one sees it yet no one knows and you're keep trying to keep it that way um you can hide it and this card is saying like you, you can hide it and uh and that's fine but it's it's going to be found out eventually and you know there's consequences either way so it's better just to own up to it uh now and move forward like because again like i, I told us, i was talking about this on card of the day the other day it, it, this this kind of stuff when you start getting in, into this kind of thing it becomes far far more work to cover this up and you know this with that keep your story straight you put in so much more effort uh than you would just just owning up to what you've done accepting your your consequences and moving on you, you're being such a worse hell uh trust me um So this card uh, also suggests that you're not willing to take responsibility for your actions, which I just said you need to. Um, You're being dishonest with yourself uh, and your unwillingness to look past your own fear blinds you to any lesson. this is like you're just lying to yourself. This is one of those things where, y- you know, we're all good at rationalizing away everything we do. Hey, da, da, just rationalize all that stuff. Uh, and, and we can rationalize anything that we do. You, I, I promise. And people do it every day. And when you do this, you're, when you're lying to yourself, and you know it, in your subconscious especially, you're just... It, it's so self-defeating. Um, it just... It puts you further away from where you need to be. Um, and and all of this going forward, you know, we're trying to learn and grow from everything that happens around us. And you're not learning or growing from lying to yourself. Um, it's just not. Uh, sorry, my this thing is acting on fucking. All right. Um, yeah, it's just like. It's uh, you don't learn any lessons, and then when you when you fail on something, you you, you you cry. You're the first one to cry. Not my fault. I didn't know. You know you're lying. You just we need to think about these things. I'll, it's it goes along with I said like uh what I uh about skeletons in the closet on a card uh two weeks ago. It, you know you got to keep checking on those things because I you know Uncle Joey said this, so I'll give credit to him. You got to check on your skeletons every once in a while. Before they come checking on you, and that's that's exactly what will happen with this stuff. So if you just if you're lying to yourself, you can think go 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 right on ahead because you'll probably end up being the one that pulls your own card in the end. Uh, and, and have fun because um, you know and, and and if you and especially if you're trying to get ahead in what you're doing, you got to learn these lessons. You have to have this growth in order to move forward. So anyway. <clears throat> Uh, also on, a, on inversely, you might be coming down hard on yourself, um, for whatever, for everything. You, if you're just, you've just taken this turn where you're just hard on yourself, uh, about work life, home life, uh, what your, you know, your projects, you're just, oh, down on yourself. And this is, uh, this leads to negative, um, patterns and, and you don't want that to start. So know that, you know, Hey, even if you fucked something up big time, forgive yourself, give, you know, show forgiveness to yourself, uh, show yourself compassion, um, stop beating yourself up and, and trust that you can do better. You're going to do better. You can, you know, learn and, and grow from whatever this is that you're beating yourself up about. Um, but you have to, you have to give a little, even if you're like, I don't deserve fucking compassion, you know, it's, it sucks and it's easier said than done, but it's very important. Um, and also, uh, finally with the justice reversed, uh, if you're in a position to make a, uh, a decision about something right now, it, it's very important to not allow any personal bias to affect that decision. Um, in that, I mean, you know, whatever so-and-so says this, or maybe you feel some way about something. So that's coloring your opinion. If that's happening, take a don't you know take a step back and truly like try to map this out for yourself where you can untangle these kind of personal feelings or connections to what this decision is and make the best decision based on the the facts and truth and and you know and that's gonna make the best decision so that's Uh, justice reverse injustice I guess we could say but that's my reading for uh, this week I hope you enjoyed it I did I got some good stuff out of that and uh, I always get some good stuff out of my card of the day Uh, so check it out if you haven't already follow me on Instagram at John Wayne is dead and in my story every morning there's a card of the day reading so check it out if you are interested in tarot or or just want to start getting interested in tarot check it out this has been like a few years of me getting to this point and uh, this is how I've learned so yeah check it out Um, all right so earlier I talked about the Patreon. I talked about how uh, on the on my other podcast, the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, I t- I've been talking to people, uh, you know, having interview conversations via Skype. And uh, and lately, if you're if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been uh, adding um, a segment from each of, each of the episode that is also coming out the same day. Uh, so that you can get a feel for it, you can hear who my guest was, get a little taste of the conversation, and maybe if you want to check them out further or you want to listen to the rest of the episode, you can come over and join the Patreon. But uh, this week, my guest is uh, very awesome, someone very important to me who has helped me uh, without, I mean, there's no, you know, it's not like he's getting anything out of helping me. There's just uh, just to purely help me and, and a lot of other uh, authors in my, uh, you know, level and, and, and around. So, uh, this guy is awesome. It's Brian Keene. He was, he blurbed the cycle, which is the first blurb I ever got for a book. Uh, I don't know if you know him. He wrote the rising, which is a zombie book. That was a series, uh, in the early two thousands that really, I mean, it can, it, I've heard it's credited. It can be credited with starting that zombie, uh being part of what started the zombie trend for sure like this book you know now i think zombies are tired we all think that right but this is a this was back before this happened and and the rising is fucking awesome i I really like that book um but you know what monsignor didn't so hey some people do some people don't but uh yeah he's written that the lost level series i fucking love that series all all kinds of stuff he's done he writes for everything he's just check him out at, at brian keen on um uh, his Twitter, and I give all that in here, and he also he hosts the the horror show with Brian Keene, which comes out every uh, week as well his podcast, so uh, I was super stoked that he want, he he agreed to you know have a conversation with me over Skype, and we talked for a, well over an hour, and uh the whole episode will be over on the patreon so you, if you want to hear it, check it out but right now uh here's a little here 's a little taste of me and Mr. Brian Keane at the very beginning, I was like, am I going to start freaking out because all this shit's going and i i kind of like i stopped and i i like consciously stopped myself and just thought like no just keep going just keep doing what you're doing and that was like that was just how i i, I put my mindset like that now that doesn't mean i don't have bad days like i just had i had kind of a like an like a, i had a bad day the other day i talked about it on like the podcast that will have been out weeks earlier from this but you know, just you never know something little happens and it kicks that rock out from the boulder that everything starts, you know, coming down on you. And I, I felt that happening to a lot of my my peers and friends around me um, having having a problem with that. But I've just been I, I've been writing a lot. Wow. I took a long time to answer that question. Uh, <laughs> I, I have been writing a lot. Um, you know, and. It's just, but I have, I, I had to have a routine. I'm I'm weird like that. So once I didn't have a day job anymore, it took me a few weeks to get into a routine. So I was, you know, I could put my day together and I just kind of stick to that. And I'm like, okay, when this is over, I'm going to be fucking ready to go. Yeah. Um, Because I don't think, I mean, this is hard on a lot of people, man. I don't know how, you know, some people aren't going to be ready to go when, if this is over, you know, it's going to take time to you know just recover emotionally mentally all of us
1: i think there's a lot of that man i uh you know i i see it in people i'm close to you know family members who who like yourself suffer from depression or or, you know other ailments i see how it's impacting them and then even even people who don't i i see how it's impacting them you know i think I, i i look especially at my my 12 year old son and his, his friends, all of them are going. I, I, I see all of them going through the same thing. Now with him, I see it in person with his friends. I hear it in their voices when they're talking to him on Skype and zoom. I, I think we're going to have a, a generational sort of PTSD when this is all over for those oh, kids. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I think a lot of adults are too. And it, it's, it sucks. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, I, I, I myself, I'll, I'll sit here and watch something on TV now, and, and when characters go to shake hands or give each other a hug, I'm like, "No, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's like ingrained in my head now.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I hate that that is a thing that you have to think about. I'm a I'm a I'm a hugger. I like to hug. Yeah, uh, shake hands. You know, initiate. You know, high five, special secret handshakes. I'm all about that. And now who knows, you know, um, who knows at all? Yeah. I don't know. But, um, I do know like that I just started to count on the little things to keep me moving forward. Like every little good thing that I have in my life. And I have a lot of really good things, especially when I stop and think about it. So that's been helping me to stay just to stay like This is what you do, dude. This is what you do. So keep doing it. Right. It's just kind of how I, how I've been thinking about it. So I find that I don't
1: think about myself at all. And that's probably not healthy. If I was still going to a therapist, she would probably tell me that. In fact, I I can kind of hear her voice in my head right now telling me that.
0: Brian, uh, think about yourself more.
1: That's eerily close. I didn't know you knew Nancy.
0: (laughs) Um, Me and Nancy (laughs) go way back. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I find my coping mechanism is, in trying to do extra for everybody around me and, and everybody around me right now, my social circle is exactly three people, Mary and my son and my ex-wife. Those are the only three people I've interacted with, you know, in person in, Mm -hmm. you know, over two and a half months now. Um, so, you know, like with Mary, it might be something simple like, uh, you know, she, uh, she loves to watch really crappy movies. I don't mean crappy good movies. I just mean really crappy movies. Like anything the asylum has ever made, that's gold for her. So, I, you know, I I told her, oh, you can have crappy movie night tonight. And I'll sit here and suffer through whatever you put on. I just, I find myself doing little things. Like, you know, my, my kid struggling with homework. And, you know, it's all online schooling. And I'll just tell him, you know what? fuck it let's let's log off for two hours and go for a hike or let, let's go play some mario kart or something in the gotcha. middle of school day yeah in the middle of the school day let's do it you know um but it, it's probably not the healthiest thing because at the end of the day i'm still super stressed and uh i haven't done anything for myself you know
0: <clears throat> yeah and and that's uh you know easier said than done I, of course, but our situations are like super, different. you know, I could be like, come on. Yeah, of course. But I don't have any kids. I am a kid. Dude. I'm like a <laughs> man child, you know, I'm barely, you know, my, you know, my wife is like, feels like she has a kid. She probably feels like she has a kid most times. But, you know, I'm I'm beholden to nobody but myself, you know, it, I got my two dogs, my mom my old lady and my guitar and that's all I need my typewriting machine (laughs) Uh, of course it also gets porno um so it's different because I I don't have to there's no one relying on me basically like in that sense in that sense but there are like one thing I did think of that helped me keep going was you know people that I connect with Uh, Not just in person. Now I'm I'm connecting with more over you know social media and you know and Skype or whatever. But some of these people I talk to every single day. I I I've never met these people, you know. And I realize that we're you know it's kind of like we owe it to each other. We're lifting each other up every morning just with stupid kind of conversations and checking in with each other. And that's just where it it is right now. And I'm finding. In that, like, you know, I owe it to these people to to keep my head up as well because they're doing it for me, you right. know. But, uh yeah, you should definitely, you know, do, take some you time, dude. Like, eh, uh, I get will when su- it's all over. I'll send you this package, all right? It's going to be a, a hollowed out Bible, right? And I'm now a big, right. fat hooter rolled in there for you. Now,
1: and that'll work. Now, that, that is
0: me time right there. Oh, man. Did I I tell you exactly what I needed? Dr. John Wayne. (laughs) Hey, I. A a mutual friend of ours whose name I will not use did text me and asked me if I would mail them. uh, Allegedly mail them certain things uh, because they just really needed it and were stressed. So I just like put it in a copy of one of my books that uh, that some lady had me sign and then she walked away to get change and never came back and bought the book. So I have it signed to some fucking like Stacy or some shit. So I like, you know, put up, put this thing in there and, and mailed it to them. Like, uh, so, you know, don't, it's a thing. Have you seen those people on Instagram? Oh, you're on Instagram where the, it's like, they're selling drugs from their Instagram page, like weed, Coke, pills, all this crazy shit. And I looked in, I was like, what is this? This can't be real. Started looking into it. And it's like, no, these people are like through, uh, like using uh like whatsapp and like just like cash app and stuff like sending large amounts of drugs through the mail via instagram it's like something that happens i gotta get on instagram (laughs) i know man it's fucking nuts (laughs) it's fucking nuts dude um uh so you you know uh dan okay so after like get this is like way back i'm coming way back to the okay. thing. Um after we met at Bizarro Con. No, uh after that I i just I started following you and getting into you know your work and and you were you weren't at the next BizarroCon I don't think but the one after that you showed up right. at because I think you came in hot with the story about how the 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 Uber guy took you to like a dead end in the wrong thing oh, and yeah. kept insisting. You kept insisting that like this is the address and like yeah tell tell that story. Yeah so um you know I get I get
1: there can't remember if it was, if it was Bizarro Con or if it was world horror it was horror. Con. i was there okay i, I haven't been uh, to world horror yeah and uh yeah you know the the uber driver picks me up and i give him the address you know it, it's and it's it's a little bit out of the way you know not it's not in the city and uh i'd had trouble in years before with with taxi drivers and such knowing how to get there he swore he knew how to get there So we go deep into downtown Portland, and I know that's not not where the Edgefield is at all. (laughs) I know it's not right, and I keep telling him. He's like, "No, no, no, this is it. This is it." And then he starts going down these side streets and down these alleys, and you know, I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" I flew from Pennsylvania. You know, my concealed carry permit isn't legal here in Oregon. Even if it was, I didn't fly with it. Yeah, I'm looking around the back of his car for a weapon. All I've got is a water bottle. And, you know, he gets to like this, just like this, this blasted, cracked industrial area. It's just deserted. And he parks the car. And I go, what's going on? And he goes, he goes, this is it. I said, no, this isn't it. And he goes, "You, you wait. And he gets out of the car and he goes, walking off. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not waiting. So I get out of the car. Jesus Christ, dude. My phone's dead. So I, I can't call the Edgefield, call any of you. So uh, I found a, a liquor store. And I went and I, I tell the guy, you know, hey, look, my phone's dead. If I give you $20, can I can I make what I think is a local call? And he's like, you give me $20, you can come by the counter, do whatever you want.
0: Right. So, right.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I ended up calling a cab um, rather than an Uber and the cab driver picked me up and, and you know, he told me how to call the cops. Well, you know, what are you, you going to report? There's nothing yeah. there to report. Um, but, yeah, it was a weird experience. I always thought I should get a, a horror novel out of that, but I've never sat down to write it, you know.
0: Yeah, I just remember, like, uh, everyone was like, hey, King's late. He's late. Should be here. Should be here. And then, like, you came rocketing in. And I just happened to be outside with a group of people, like, uh, at the bottom of the stairs or something. And you were, like, hot on with that story. Like, you won't believe what happened this guy. And, I, and then you're like, all right, I need a whiskey and getting in that hot bath thing that's back there. Yeah, I um, mean, it,
1: you know, it could have been uh, – he could have been a human trafficker for all I know. I don't know that there's a big market for, you know, bald, pot-bellied, middle-aged white guys in, in human trafficking. But if there is, you know, dude, my I know life that's been man. very different.
0: No, that's terrifying. Are you kidding me, dude? That is terrifying. I, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have maybe started crying. All right. Awesome. Uh, that's Mr. Brian Keene uh, talking to myself. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, of course, just go on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash dead. And, uh, and check it out. And don't forget to check out the horror show with Brian Keane as well. And uh, yeah, so um, anyway, we'll move on to our uh, story of the week. I know I've been going just long about all this stuff, but hey, it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode, I guess. So uh, just enjoy it. <clears throat> but, you know, I was thinking about thinking about the episode this week, thinking about what I wanted to talk about story-wise and, and bring it all back. And, and actually part of, uh, you know, having... Having the excerpt with Brian on there, um, it's kind of sparked this in my memory, and it's kind of like a, a how you just never know how impactful something can be on someone, and uh, you know I, he 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 had a, a moment of like that happened between him and like, him having this impact on me, totally unaware, didn't even know who I was, which we talk about on the episode, and I talked about on on the, uh, the, the horror show when I was on there. Um but this was another t- one of those times and it has very much to do with my writing and um, so I just want to uh, you know I was like, man, I'm gonna tell this story this is this is cool. Um, so we'll call this one uh, you know Chuck So this was probably back um, early 2000s, maybe maybe mid like two thousand five six I can't quite remember but um, it was background then. Now I, I am writing at this point, uh, in my life, but I ha- I have no direction. I don't know what to do with the story when I have it, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, and also I'm, I'm, you know, I've also, you know, I'm trying to play a lot of music at this point, but I'm writing, I'm writing stories. I'm writing, you know, what I guess would be considered novella length things, but I, I just, have not there's they're just like go right back in the folder when I'm done. You know, I print them out. So I'm like, oh look, I've made this. So I'm I'm doing that at this point And um I'm playing with uh I mean the band I'm in was uh Taint at the time. I've talked about Taint. Uh if you want to know the whole story, uh I I tell the whole story on an episode, an earlier episode, uh of my time with Taint. And um my good buddy Robbie C was in that band with me, talked about Robbie C all the time. Shouts out. Uh Robbie C and Uh, you know, Robbie's a, he's an IT computer genius guy. Like he's like, uh, seriously, uh, it's like, uh, like, I don't know, like hacker anonymous level type shit he can do, I'm sure. But, you know, we, we, we had this whole DIY ethos, which, you know, I still adhere to quite a bit today um, as far as not wanting to put what we were create, like giving somebody else control over, what we were putting out there type of thing in that uh in, in that we had our own website so you know that we wanted to control it we wanted to i don't know if there were certain i don't man this was so fucking long ago like now there's Squarespace and everything's very plug and play and shit but uh i don't know robbie built us this website for the band and uh you know he suggests he was like you know he wanted he wanted to bring more traffic to the site and for people to have more reasons to go to this to your site um and so that's why you got to put new shit same same things apply today for your social media you want people to check out your social media you got to be putting new shit so they have something to look at or a read or whatever and that's what this was but like 15 16 years ago um but robert suggested like hey dude you you've been you know you say you're right you're writing your stories and stuff why don't you want to put any of them up on the page as like a you know, so we can have more content for people to read. And, and then that's a place, you know, so people can check them out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess that's a good idea. You know, I, I think so. I, uh, I put a store, I gave him a story. I sent it to him, uh, emailed in. He, he put it up there and it wasn't like this website, like Robbie, I don't know if you're listening, but like, like it, it was pretty shitty for the, But at the time it was a shitty time of websites and stuff. But it, what I mean is like, it, it wasn't, like the shit of today, when you go to these clean, cool websites and everything's whatever, it, it was all code and weird shit, and I, I don't know anything behind it. But it wasn't—it wasn't like the. What I mean to say is, this website wasn't laid out very like it, insanely intuitive. You know what I mean? It, you, it, you know, navigating it was kind of funky. I think, and like where this was posted was like uh, you had to go through like different things like rather than it being like new like some like new stuff is on the on the landing page it's like you got to click like john wayne and you got to click this and then john wayne's story you know it's like it was a bunch of shit so put it up there um you know it's up there for a couple weeks or so i don't think anything of it no one's like sending any feedback or anything on it and i can't you know i wish i could fucking remember what story it was but i cannot remember what it was about but it was uh you know this is my pre pre bizarro I uh, don't even know what Bizarro was, but it was just a weird, you know, twilight zone type story. And it was up there, and uh, like I said, a few weeks go by, I don't, you know, whatever, I haven't even thought about it. I'm at uh, the mall. Now, this is back like, well, I'm, I'm in the Woodlands Mall, which is, uh, I, I think I ranted about that uh, at another thing. It's not Houston. It's like 30 miles, 40 miles north of Houston. It's, it's a corporation. It's a very affluent neighbor area and all this stuff so the mall there is pretty badass especially when it was new that's just the mall everyone went to but this was like not even a a busy day I uh I was with my my girlfriend at the time who is now my ex-wife uh and we were just I don't even know I we probably just went to the mall for something to do maybe and it was like a weekday middle of the day like like pre-lunch time, maybe 11, we're like, yeah, let's just bum around the mall for a little bit. And so we do that, and we're walking through the the food court, um, you know, after we've made like a round or whatever, and somebody's like, John Wayne, hey! And I turn and look, and I'm like, oh shit, I see these two dudes that I went to high school with. Uh, This one guy, Anthony, and this other guy, Danny. Uh, Danny Petchel, shouts out, dude, if you're out there, dude, that guy, uh, now, like, dude, he got me into like, interested in lowrider cars and and that whole thing back when we were in high school which i still am into and love fucking lowriders and won a lowrider car very badly uh that's a dream for me this today this dude danny professionally does builds award-winning uh lowrider bicycles let me say that again award winning like this motherfucker takes them to these things in vegas and comes back with blue ribbons all the time he's fucking good anyway so they were like they were always they were like best friends so they were always together it seemed like in a you know, I don't know why I said that, but anyway, Anthony, uh, you know, calls me out. We go over there. I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? I haven't seen him in you know a couple of years or whatever. And uh, first thing Anthony says is, hey man, I read your story. And I was just like, what? What story? He's like, the story that was on your website, your band's website. And I was like, oh, oh, you did? He's like, yeah, man, I fucking liked it. And I was like, really? Yeah, it was weird, man. It was like, you know, Chuck. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Chuck, you know Chuck? And I was like, who? Did we go to, did we go to high school with him? Or and he's like, nah, man. Chuck Palahniuk, do you know him? And I was like, no, should I? So he was like, no, nah, man. He's a he's a writer. He's like, and and of course, when anybody's like, who's Chuck Palahniuk? One of the first things you throw out is like, he wrote Fight Club because that was such a big movie. Which at the time, you know, he was like, hey, he wrote the novel that Fight Club is based on. And I was like, huh. He's like, yeah, it's uh, he's just told me all about he's like this guy writes these weird fucking books that have like twists and they're just they're just odd i think like that you would really like it man because it's similar to you or it's like it reminded me of this and i was like huh okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna check it out thanks man and uh he was like yeah dude dude, stay in touch and we actually ended up uh like i got their numbers and shit and um where i was living at the time they they live close so i actually uh, they actually came to my house a few times after that run-in for some parties that i had so Um, That was cool. But here we are at the mall, and now also this was uh, before bookstores had become obsolete. So there's a bookstore in the mall. And uh, so we went over there, you know, after – when we, you know, got to it, I was like, hey, I'm going to go in here and check out this guy's books. So I went in there, and, like, they had Fight Club, which I was like, I don't want to read the book movie or whatever. And uh, I can't remember what else they had at the time because – this was still kind of earlier in his career, I think, or not many books had been out yet. I don't know. I can't remember, but Invisible Monsters was there. And I bought that one. I was like, this, okay, this will be the one that starts. I'm going to check this out. And, uh, I love, I mean, that was a fucking badass book. Like I was like, okay, as soon as I read it, I was like sold. Um, this is great. And, uh, you know, in my, you know, girlfriend, ex-wife, at the t- now, now ex-wife w- read it when I was done with it. And she too was like, oh shit, she was really into it as well. Like, oh shit, I had no idea it was going to be like this. So we start, you know, of course, um, consuming this, you know, Chuck Palahniuk's books after that, whatever we can get our hands on. So I don't know what, I think all that was out at the time was like Fight Club, Visible Monsters, Lullaby, Survivor, Choke, I think. And Choke might've come out when I was into him. Uh, but you know, I was like, so uh, we started getting into him, reading, reading Chuck Polinick stuff. And uh, one of the books I read, maybe it wasn't the next one, but the third one I read was Lullaby, which is in my top five books today still. Um, I actually talked about this to somebody the other day, somebody who didn't like Chuck Polinick. Uh, who saw all the books on my shelf and, uh, and was like, I just don't really like him. I just can't get into it. I'm like, that's cool. It's not for everybody, you know? It is a specific taste and some people would be of the things well he's gotten so popular that I don't want to read him anymore. Well, whatever. Fuck you. I like him. So, through this... So, anyway, through this, uh, my ex-wife is, like, you know, ordering some Chuck Palahniuk books on uh, Amazon, like, whatever, you know, the next thing we're going to get and... you know how Amazon uh even today and back then it did this like if you like this then this you know they've been doing that for years and one of the books that it said if you like Chuck Palahniuk you'll like uh check out Jeremy Robert Johnson Angel Dust Apocalypse so she ordered that with um with the the book and uh, I think I read the Chuck book first and she read the, the Jeremy book. And uh, when she gave it to me, she was like, You're gonna you're gonna really like this. And I, uh, she was right. So now that's how I get introduced to Jeremy Robert Johnson, and now I'm like go to the website or whatever of this publisher and looking at him, you know, connecting all the dots and I find bizarro fiction, I find eraser press, I find what bizarro con is and um I, I, it was, it was like a, a it was like a turn of the crank that's moving the gears to, you know, make the whole mousetrap work, uh, where I was like, okay, this, I could no, okay, so this stuff exists, and I want to, it can happen, like, I, you know, this is cool, okay, it was like that kind of a realization, and it was a reason not to give up, um, and, and not to be frustrated into quitting writing, because I don't know where these things are going. So, from there, you know, I I, from Jeremy, I get uh, into, of course, you know, Carlton, Mellick, and fucking Ed Lee because he did a book with him called Brain Cheese Buffet, which is fucking crazy, and you know, and then and then the list just kind of dominoes start falling after that, and I, I mean, the first thing I ever even submitted ever in my life was to the new bizarro author series but this was years like a, a couple a few years before i even went to my first one and uh i got great feed, personal feedback which i thought was cool and and that's just kind of started it so from there you know i go throughout the next couple of years my life you know goes through some changes i get divorced i'm you know i'm, I'm i've found like kind of this footing and writing here in Houston with Grown Up Storytime, which if you checked out the episode last week with uh, Emily from Grown Up Storytime, shout out Emily, I love you. Go back and check that out. She uh, is one of the founders. And and I've you know, i talked about Grown Up Storytime saving my life many, many times, or truly did. But I've started to do this. I've started to write for that show. I'm gaining some even more confidence in my writing. And I, uh, 2013, just like sign up to go to BizarroCon. And I, it's like I, I was looking on the page one morning on my you know, I am in a different house, you know, I by myself and I'm just looking kind of through the eraser head press stuff and I'm like, you know what, I see this. I've seen them advertise this, like or or bring it up, you know, come to BizarroCon. And I always wonder like, what is it? I'm just gonna fucking go. So I didn't even think about it. I just got I was on their website, follow the links, bought a ticket, uh, bought registration, made the you know, the reservations that you have to make at the Edgefield where it's held and uh, made my plane reservations like all right then. So it was all done and I couldn't like make some excuse to, or or put it off till I just like, oh, I missed it. So that happens and I go to, so I go to my first BizarroCon and that's really when everything clicks. Everything starts to come together where I'm like, okay, now I see where this exists. Now I know what to do. Now I have some direction. Now I have some, you know, uh, other people look to look up to in this and and to learn from now I I can see the the inner workings in every you know every year I went and every year I've gotten you know more into my writing career you I've seen more and more of how things work and more into the system and not just I don't mean that negatively I mean into the whole way things work with with getting your book your work out there and how you do this and how you do that It, it all came from um You know that first bizarro con i went to but you know it's just weird because i wonder if anthony wouldn't have called me out in the mall that day all those years ago if he wouldn't have if he happened uh, how did he stumble upon my story on my band's website and let me tell you we were not like some big popular band not even like locally you know it wasn't like people had a reason to be going to our website all the time uh but you know he's from that he's reads the story sees me in the mall tells me about this guy chuck Polinick, who i then find jeremy robert johnson through and then you know all the dump like i said everything starts to fall into place after that and it was just interesting to think about you know because chuck Polinick and jeremy robert johnson had this you know very uh, 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 a big effect on me um as far as on my writing, as far as my confidence and just, just kind of like uh, having something to aspire to. And, you know, it's the same way I wanted to, like I was talking about earlier with Brian Keene. Now, like he's, you know, I have a lot of respect and, and just admiration for him in that regard because now I'm at a different place and he's like the new, you know, not the new Anthony, but some, you know, somebody who's given me the lift up now uh, and, and given me the kind of drive or direction and help you know leg up when I need it type of thing and uh, and that's you know that's what kind of all brought this back to me. I'm like man how do, how, do th- how does this even happen if I don't have that thing happen? It's one of those things dude you never know who in fucking knows um, but it was cool and um, I'm sure I mean I, I don't want to assume everyone's read Chuck Pollynick stuff out there but it, it, you know it did get a lot of mainstream success as far as you know choke was made into a movie. Um, what was the other movie they made of it? oh I mean Fight Club of course uh, but if you haven't read Lullaby it is really fucking good and uh, just it, the, the premise is like this guy learns this thing called the culling song and if you sing it in your head you it makes people die like whoever you want to kill you just sing the little song in your head and they die fucking captured my imagination from the get um, but yeah it's just, just one of those things man And it, and it helps to think about this sometimes and reflect and, and get that perspective on who who's helped me and and who's helping me now and and how grateful I am and, and what what can I do to help to, to make this happen for the next guy, you know. Um, and that's you know, that's why I'm always I always answer questions when people hit me up about writing. I'm very accessible in that way because I, I want to do what I can to help everybody uh, around me out, I guess, um, because of things like this that happen, you know. So anyway, You know that that's the story uh of that it's one of those um butterfly effect things i guess uh maybe i should do a what if comic version like what if anthony never read john wayne's story on a website and then for some reason i become like spider-man or something because of that i don't know all right there you go uh you know chuck now i do so uh yeah, so that was, a, that was cool, and that was. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that story. I, was, I had fun uh, going down that little memory lane trip. And, uh, yeah, so, um, again, thank you guys all for listening to another episode. I hope everyone stays safe out there this week and has a great one. Uh, if you want to check out anything about me old little John Wayne, go to Uh You can get all of my books, which are in stock right now, at the shop page there, and T-shirts and the John Wayne is Dead records. I have the new sticker. Uh, I still have some left. If you want to get the new sticker, hit you know hit me up on the website. Uh, my dates are getting shifted. I'm I'm still trying to put that together right now because now I'm dealing with. Uh, looking at a few things that have been scheduled on top of each other like the same weekend that I'm already booked for and I'm like how do I fucking do this or is it even gonna happen I don't know so I'm in a weird place with that but it'll be it'll be updated but everything else is on there Uh, you can check it out and also you can follow me at John Wayne is dead on Instagram and Twitter Uh, all of my books are available on Amazon and Kindle if you uh, are if that's your jam you want to hit it up digitally please do thank you very much and you can follow me on Facebook for everything at my little old name, John Wayne Commonali, and I'll be pleased as punch to hear from you. So don't forget to check out the new John Wayne is Dead digital EP, two songs. It's on our Bandcamp for three bucks. It's on all the streaming servi- uh, services as well. Uh, don't forget to pick up a new sticker, like I said, from the John Wayne is Dead shop. And, uh... Have a great week! Thank you again for everyone who bought the hardback that came out, uh, special edition. You made my boner swell with immediate, uh, with with massive pride and and gush with uh, thanks and humbleness and 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 appreciativeness. That's a lot. Thank you. I love you.